Hello, this is Tim Rausenberger with BrassTenor.com. Today is Friday, August 18th, 2017. This is episode 58, a special message for my students. I dedicate today's podcast episode to students past and present. And while I'm going to be focusing a bit more on my past students, who in some ways I will always consider them to be my students and active ones and active life learners, I think that current students, whether they're mine or other young people out there, can benefit from today's episode. Because I've been noticing a wonderful thing, as well as a very disturbing trend in today's society. Notably, with a term called millennials. Now, I'm going to open up that age group a bit. And I'm going to just focus on students who are between the ages of 18 all the way up to their late 20s, even as late as 30. I've had the privilege of not only being a teacher to so many students over the years, but in their time now, becoming young adults, transitioning into real-world situations and finding out the good, the bad, and the ugly of the world that we live in, it's been amazing to watch them flourish. And they have flourished. I have countless students who check in with me all the time about lots of different things. Most of them have nothing to do with music. Most of them involve their careers. Some could involve friendships, relationships. Others just simply need a pat on the back. And some have experienced failure to varying degrees. And I'm so proud of the many students who have reached out to me just to know that I'll listen and not judge them. It means everything. But the reason why I think that this is an important podcast episode is because of a disturbing trend that I'm also seeing with people in a similar age group who are not always doing the same thing. I have met some ridiculously gifted musicians, music teachers, and other people who have entered the field of education who are wunderkinds at their craft. 22, 23 years old, and they teach like veteran teachers. They 
do all the right things. They say all the right things. Very, very well schooled. But then we've got this other group of people in that same age group who for whatever reason that I just simply do not understand do not use their resources in the most efficient ways. I'm going to start off with one thing and get it out of the way immediately. I don't care how smart, how savvy, how even I can even maybe even use the word experienced your friends might be who are in their 20s. The one thing that they do not have is true experience. Experience to have seen it all, done it all. And even with a bad teacher, there's a case to be made that you're going to be able to learn from them. I certainly have. I've had many, many teachers who were poor, and I learned something from them. I've had colleagues who are some of the nicest, kindest people in the world who have something in their educational approach that leaves a lot to be desired. They may have poor classroom management. Their lesson plans might be really boring and lack creativity. They're unwilling to change their approach. They are that old dog that does not want to learn new tricks. But even with those people, something can always be gained. And quite frankly, with the exception of some very, very rare occurrences, veteran teachers are willing to help. After all, they did get into this business to teach others. And they have that in them. Even if you don't necessarily see it in their classrooms or hear it from their teachers or hear it from other people in the school, at the core, they're all administrators. Excuse me, they're all educators. Administrators, also good to go to. The only thing with administrators is that some administrators can look at you in a way that they think it's wonderful that you're reaching out to them. Unfortunately, there are some administrators that will view some teachers as being too needy if they're asking too many questions. So you have to find the fine line there and have the proper read on your administrator. You'll never have that issue with a good experienced teacher. And I'm not saying this to brag. I can I don't even need to use, use the word good, but I am experienced. And I can't begin to tell you how many times it's now in the hundreds over the last 
call it seven or eight years, that I've been open and extended myself to rookie teachers, teachers lacking experience, offering to help in any way possible, and they just simply don't reach out. There's no other way to put it. They just don't reach out at all. And I don't know if it's embarrassment. I don't know if it's pride. I don't know if it's that you're more comfortable talking to your friend who's also a teacher in the same age. You know, well, I tried this in the classroom. Well, I tried this in the classroom. Well, yeah, you might be trying it for the first time in your classroom. Whereas the veteran teacher has tried it 57 times in their classroom or approaches comparable and can probably give you pointers on what works and what doesn't work. When I was growing up, and when I say growing up, I'm talking about as a teacher, because heaven knows as fabulous, and I mean fabulous as my college was with all my training, there is a tremendous learning curve that you go through as a teacher in your first, oh, at least good six years, not two or three years, probably your first six years, where you're going to really get a clear idea of what's going on. That is if you don't have blinders on and you keep your eyes open and your ears open and you have a good idea of the pulse and the heartbeat of what's going on around you. Now I can give you one specific specific example that it quite honestly set me off. It really did. And I really, really get upset, but I really got upset with this. And it happened last year. There was a rookie teacher who, I have to just call it as it is, her classroom management was poor, very, very poor. So poor, in fact, that she risked losing her job because her classroom management was just not there, non-existent. She didn't know how to get control of the students. She didn't know what to say to them and how to fix the problem. She didn't have any types of ideas and needed help. And I had said to her in September, I'm here, feel free to reach out to me at any time. And she did reach out to me. She reached out to me twice. The first time she reached out to me, she said she wanted to watch me conduct a rehearsal and then the second time was that she said she wanted to come to my winter concert two minutes before the rehearsal was about to begin she texts me and says she can't make it the concert I went out of my way to give her a reserved seat she never contacted me at all until the next day to say sorry she wasn't able to come That is so unacceptable on every single level. And it qualifies for the word rude. Because it is rude. And what was even more fascinating is those were the only two times she had interacted with me. And then sometime in January, I decided to reach out to her. And I called her up before school in the morning to ask her how things were going. And she starts bawling uncontrollably. Okay, you know, 
obviously upset about something. Then she proceeds to say, you know, I'm having problems with this. I don't think I'm doing a good job. Like all this stuff. And I just, I just very bluntly said, have you, have you contacted anyone? She said, because you didn't contact me, but did you at least talk to anyone? And the answer was no. What are you doing? And, and I'll tell you why I get upset. I'm not upset with so much with the teacher. I am annoyed because you have been entrusted with educating children. It is not okay. It is not acceptable on any level to know that you're having issues and you're not proactively taking care of them. That's not acceptable because we're dealing with children's lives here. And then I look at my own students that I've taught over the years and this doesn't happen. These are people who, and I'm proud to say this, this is where I get to have my little shining moment and be able to brag a little bit because I know that I I was at least a teacher that played a role in their lives. And I may have not been the only teacher. I may have been one of many, or I may have been the most important, or I may have just been someone who was there. But I know I played some type of role in their development. I also know they must trust me to some level because they've reached out to me since they graduated from high school, asked my advice on different things, and they continue to. And some of them have had to eat some, uh, like (laughs) several humble pies along the way and go through some very, very difficult experiences. But they've come out okay. And they know that they're going to persevere and they know they have someone in their corner. And I preach this to all of my students every single day. When I speak to high school students, I stress the importance of great decision-making, not good, great decision-making because everything counts. Everything that you do from the moment you are a freshman until you graduate is on your permanent record. And if you're not going to be going into college, that's fine. It doesn't give you the right to be a bum. And... What I mean by that is act like a fool in school where you're getting some type of education, which is a lot better than we can say for other people around the world who would do anything to have the type of education we have here in the United States. And I've watched students who have completed their bachelor's degrees, they're going into medical school right now, people that have entered the world of computer science, and the degrees just go on and on and on. But the main thing is that they have had a solid work ethic and an openness to communicate with others to improve. And I just can't say the same for so many people out there that don't do that. I don't understand. 
a majority of my career, the people that I've worked with have either been the same age as me or mostly older than me. I pick their brains constantly. Even if I know something that works, I still pick their brain. Because I may have that way to do something, but I think that there's always, as I hear on the Shark Tank, a better mousetrap. Maybe there's something that they're doing which is better than mine. I'm willing to learn, I'm willing to listen, and I'm a lot older now. My message to my own students, there are never going to be words to communicate to you how proud I am of you for taking at times the tough love that I doled out to you in appropriate situations because I cared so much about your future as much as your present. And it wasn't just about the final product in band or in chorus. It was about you as a person. And I think a lot of those people out there had at least one moment and one interaction with me that you could remember. And it had nothing to do at all with me being on the podium. It had nothing to do with me at all in terms of your musical development at that time. It had to do with you making the best possible decisions and my care and love for you as a person to become a productive member of society. And you haven't just done it, you've killed it. I mean, you have been nothing short of spectacular. And I am even more grateful to the incredible students who have been so supportive to me because to be perfectly honest my career has had adversity at times in in different situations there are things that I wish I could have done differently and I, I didn't and that's how we learn that's how we improve that's how we get better and we thrive To those of you out there where this is a wake-up call, I'll even extend this challenge to you. If you're listening to this podcast episode, drop me a message. Send me something through all the different forms of social media and say, hey, I'm so-and-so. Listen, I'm going through this right now. Do you have a few minutes to talk? I don't care who you are. I will be willing to help literally anyone particularly when it has to do with the field of education. Because nothing is more important than our youth. Nothing is more important than kids being happy with what they are doing and where they are going to be heading in the future. 
and our young people mean everything. So if you need that type of help, please do not hesitate to reach out. I'm happy to help in any way I possibly can. And I wish you all the very best in whatever it is that you're doing. And thank you for the opportunity to allow me to be your teacher. Be well.